Welcome to the GB7 Podcast, straight from the PCB Studios. It's your boy Dave. I'm here with my boy Boost. We're going to have a good podcast today. We ready. We working, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, we here, baby. About to roll up some good weed. Going to give y'all some good content. How y'all doing? How was your Labor Day weekend? How was your after Labor Day weekend? Hopefully you had a short week. You was off Monday. You only had to do four days. We here potting. We got a we got a purpose for potting. Five senses, smell, taste, what you seen, what you felt, what you heard. So we gonna get into it. Just stick with us. I guarantee you gonna love it. It's what we do. I'm gonna start off with what I seen recently that that was good or bad. Bad shit I seen. I'm 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 gonna start with some trash. I'm I'm gonna go straight to the. Your boy, six nine was projected to sell hundred fifty thousand, but after he couldn't bundle his shit, he got down to fifty thousand. I think he only sold thirty. I'm a fan of Takashi six nine. I I'm here to aggravate and and, and disrupt. I I like to be. The, the devil's advocate to everything. I like to be the guy who argues the exact opposite of what common sense is. Nobody support, should support 6ix9ine. I do. I don't give a fuck what you think. Suck my dick. I, I, I really like the kid. He's fucking amazing troll. Never should have been in rap. Never should have been a gangster. But his sales are down. I seen it. They're fucking... Academic is distancing himself from him. He was projected to sell 150000 I think he did like 30000 or something like Niggas ain't fucking with snitches. Bro. Dude, I never knew that they actually did that. Bundled the whole thing oh, yeah. with, with their merchandise. Yes, and that's where the sales came. I thought that it was just... Regular, like you sold a hundred, sold 000. that many albums or that many streams or that many, however it went. Nah, niggas would buy a t shirt and then that go towards your record sales. That is ridiculous, though. Fucking dumb. It and, fucks and, up the market and, and it fucks up everything. And it makes everybody look like they're not doing enough, even though you're getting a nice little amount of streams, but you ain't got no merchandise, so you ain't gonna get higher than that. That's ain't why nobody buying ain't gotta be rappers, bro. All you got to do is have Instagram followers. All you got to do is be liked on the gram. You feel me? And then those people will buy a t-shirt and that'll fucking go towards your, your record sales. So now you're a way bigger artist than you were projected to be because people fuck with your, your merchandise or fuck with your name. Yeah, and I never... I, I read that and I was like, wow. So all this time, all these numbers was not just based on record sales or album sales or however it go, it's based on your your brand, period, basically. Absolutely, man. Wow. And that's what I seen this week that fucking blew, blew my, mind. My, mind. My, mind. my mind. Joe Button and, and fucking Charlemagne is having a debate about ownership. Charlemagne, if you don't know, just started... Uh, Podcast Network, same thing me and Boost trying to do on the low key. But Shark Charlemagne started a podcast network, brought a bunch of he got fucking drink champs, he got horrible decisions. He might have 
uh, guys we fucked. I don't know. He got a, he got like 18 fucking, he got Mouse over there. Shout out to Mouse. I fuck with Mouse. But he got a bunch of dudes over there. And he did a 50-50 venture with iHeart. And, and Joe Button argument to that was, I don't want a 50-50 venture with a big company. I want to start my own shit. Grassroots, 100%. You can... You can navigate both of those streams and be good. I, I'm not against Charlemagne's decision of, of going with iHeart and getting a 50-50 venture and starting his own podcast network. I'm not against Joe Button saying, fuck Spotify. I'm a creator. I want to do my own shit. I'm not against neither one of them, but it's kind of like the Takashi thing. Like, you... You are in the field that you don't understand. Takashi right. was fucking with gangsters, and he was never a gangster. Right. Uh, these us creators, curators of content, don't understand what a stream is worth. You you can't put a monetary value on what a stream is worth. Right. A company can. A network can. Uh, Netflix don't even fucking release their data on how much. Uh, views a show get, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, like they don't release the numbers. To sh if you're in the building, you can get the number. If you're an executive, you can get the number. You know what? What's the Netflix show? Narcos. You you know what Narcos doing? Um, weekly, binge wise, episode wise, you know what the numbers are doing. But if you created Narcos, you don't know what the numbers are doing. They don't release the numbers to the creators, it, right, right. to my knowledge. So right now, nobody knows what a stream is worth or, or a podcast. You got somebody sitting listening for hours. If you're Joe Rogan, shout out to Joe Rogan. But if you're Joe Rogan and you got a person listening for three hours, right. Don't have no ads in between. He don't have commercials in between his podcasts. You just speaking for three hours. You don't know what it's worth to a company to have a, a listener listening to your shit for three hours. Right. Nobody can count, measure that. What Joe, what Joe Button did was go to Spotify and say, I'm going to find out. I want to know what, what is it worth if I don't, if I don't take an advertiser I don't I don't do advertisements, but I can get people listening from beginning to end for an hour and a half. What is that worth to your company? Right. And then they told him and he was like, Oh fuck you, I don't need you. I'm creating everything. Right. And you just streaming me. That's it. And you got me locked in. You know what I'm saying? I can't put my shit on YouTube. I can't put my shit on iHeart. I can't put my shit on iTunes. On Apple Music, Tidal. I can't put my shit nowhere but Spotify. Because you have a deal with Spotify. There you go. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That's so crazy. now, the podcast, me, hot take. I'm going to go hot take. I don't, I don't believe terrestrial radio. Meaning, when you tune in to 107.9 or 106.1 or 93.1... I don't think that's going to be a thing in the future. You're going to get in your car and you're going to stream something. Stream it might not be a podcast. It might be a live show that's happening in that time. But I don't think you're going to be locked in to listen to fucking 
what they want to play you. You're going to listen to what you want to hear when you get in your car. From, exactly. from the time you get in your car to the time you get out your car, when you at work, I don't think you're going to be listening to the radio. I'm, I'm not speaking next year, bro. I'm not speaking a, a year from now. But I'm thinking like five years down the line, you're going to fucking stream everything you want to hear. All of the content you want to hear will be streamed. Yeah. Podcast is not being marketed in that way. They're, they are starting now to recognize that people are streaming shit. Like, if you watch a show, bro, what what do you watch during the week? You don't watch TV, so I can't even ask you. But listeners. I watch I watch TV. I just don't watch series. I don't I don't I don't want to get too involved in something where I can't walk away. Because Series leave you on cliffhangers after cliffhangers after cliffhangers. I can't do that. That's not exactly. I, I I can do. I did it before and it was cool. But then I thought about it like, dude, you can put your time into way more shit than just watching this. Absolutely. Even though it's interesting and and one of the best shows whatever I was watching ever. It's just like, dude, you wasted hours and hours of your day watching this, and you could have been doing this. This nigga completely opposite of me. He he just shitting on me right now. You know what I mean? He's saying, he saying you would never be a millionaire, and I, I probably would never be a millionaire. Dude, I, 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 only, only, but, millionaires, only millionaires have seven incomes, mostly. Yes. And and when they have those seven incomes, they come from so many places. You don't have... Revenue streams. You don't have time to really tune in to things until you like get on a vacation, and that's what you want to do. But even when on vacation... I would rather view the world because I don't, I don't know nothing about it. I'm I'm a Cleveland nigga. I've been here all my life, dude. I ain't when I go out of town. I, I a lot of times I go out of town in Ohio. You know what I'm saying? I like, got you. I don't go into another state. So it's like, dude, I need to view the world for myself. Yes. I mean, I know the TV give you the world in itself, yes. but I want to view it for myself though. Like oh, what what I felt. Uh, we we doing the five senses thing. Touch, smell, see, hear, taste, feel. What what I felt recently that was fucking genius is I went camping for the first time. And I was unplugged. I didn't have my phone. I left my phone in my little, t- like, real camping. It wasn't cabins. It was fucking tents and sleeping bags outside, building fires. I didn't have my phone. And being disconnected was a... a a amazing feeling, but I'm the opposite of boost. When I'm in the world, I'm in the world, bro. I'm CNN, ESPN, um, YouTube, World Star, uh, f- fucking everything. Vlad, Facebook. I'm I'm so immersed, bro. I I it started. I'm I'm gonna take y'all back a little bit about how I became this person. It started with fucking Encyclopedia Britannica. Shout out my grandma who passed. Love you. Rest in power. She brought me Encyclopedia Britannica, the world books, the the source, dictionaries, the whole nine. And when I would go into the bathroom, take a shit, take a bath. We ain't have a shower back then. When I would go into the bathroom, I would take one of those books. I would just randomly choose a letter, T, give me Q. And I would go in there open up the table of content, pick something that just sparked my brain right then and there, and I will fucking read it. 
and that was real research. It's not like Google when you got a fucking website that can be changed. You got Wikipedia. I can change Wikipedia. I could change my Wikipedia page right now if I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Right. I I went in there with a with the encyclopedia and read knowledge and you had fucking reference books that you can reference back to that article or back to where they got that idea. So my whole life, bro, I've been taking in, I have, to, my brain have to constantly, constantly be fed. I'm, I, I, I can't be bored. Exactly. I can work on my own project. You see me do the fire pit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a, I'm a workhorse when I'm a workhorse. But if I ain't got nothing going in my brain, my brain got to be putting shit out and right. giving it to people. Right. That's kind of the point of this podcast right now. Right. I take in so much that I want to share. And I want to I want to be debated. I want to be proven wrong about the shit that I didn't took in because I need a, a outside view of my own brain. Exactly. And I want you people fucking drag me I guess that's the word right now. Tear me down. Say I'm stupid. Always constantly fact check the shit I'm saying. And tell me when I'm wrong. It's like your sense of things. Like, oh, nah, this nigga just wrong. White people don't get... Um, I love white people. I, when I say nigga, I'm, I'm trying to stop. Um, I'm just real bad at it. Me too, bro. I can't... Even when I do music, I try I try my best to not to say the word as much. But we we were taught to express ourselves that way, though. Yes, so sir. There's no way to like we get up out of it. You know what I'm saying? You want to get up out of it, but you like, dude, taking that away from you is taking the, yourself away from yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't talk like that. Yeah. I can for, for a nice little minute, but a nigga coming out, unless I'm in front of a white person. And I'm doing this. We we are doing this. We in the PCB studios. Let me say that again. GB7 podcast. Let me say that again. Me and Boos, my brother, grew up. Came see me from the bottom. Little nigga. See? I just said nigga again, bro. I'm yeah. trying to stop saying nigga. Yeah, but I'm... We have came up together, so while we sitting here podcasting, it's free for me. It's it's an open space. I want you to think openly too. Like, just be yourself. Be cool. It's it's about the senses. I can just I can't say that enough. It's what you seen, what you heard, what you felt, what you smelt, what you tasted. It's what you experienced. So, be yourself. With us, our audience, I, I don't want you here if you're not going to be yourself. If the word nigga make you uh, fringe up and, 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 and feel a type of way and get in the box, I'm sorry. You shouldn't be here. Don't don't listen no more. I, 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 I want people to listen, but I want a certain person to listen. I want people who can understand what we're trying to do yeah. to listen. And, and you saying that, it, it brings me to this. I got a lot of white friends that I work with um, and I tell them what I'm into and they're like I can't wait to hear it but to me I'm like I don't know how you're going to take it because I don't talk like that at work so when I talk like when you hear this you're going to hear a whole nother me Yeah, it ain't going to be the same me that you think you see every day it's going to be a totally different person it's me this is me every day Yes. after I leave here this is me Yeah. and 
it, it's kind of like intimidating a little bit to yourself. Like, dang, do I really want people to really listen to this? But then it's like, dude, this is you. This is who you are. You, you brought me into a, a, a brilliant space. I, I We didn't pre-post, post, pre, pre-podcast. We didn't do none of that shit. We just came in here raw. But now thinking of feelings, what you just said. Right. Um, I feel that for eight hours a day, I do construction. I work in the construction world. Most 90%. 95% of the construction world, uh, labor, um, union construction world, union construction world is white. Right. So they see me one way. I have to put on the mask. I feel I can't be myself at work. Exactly. Because it feed into stereotypes. Right. And prejudice. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm angry. I'm angry with you. Bro, when when me and you together, we was together last night. I'm like, nigga, go do this. Like, I'm angry with you naturally, right. Right. but I can't be angry at work, right? Because they they see us, and white people. I love you. Let me say this: I have a lot of white a million friends. times. We love you, white people. <laughs> I have a lot of white friends, white friends that then got me into this space that I am of being the best at work. Shout out Will, Spot It All. I fucking love that place. But I can't be the angry black man at work. Right. That I can be with you. Exactly. I, I can't make some of the jokes that I can make with you at work. Right. Because I would be viewed stereotypically. Yes. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. I I purposely show up. 15 minutes early is, is late to me. I am the first person on the job. All the time, bro. Don't call off. I, I beat every stereotype that you can put in front. I read books. They say black people don't read. I read books. I've been with my child's mother for 22 years, yeah. 23 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. They say I, black men leave. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I try to break. I, I, I didn't go to prison. I, I've been to jail fucking 15 times probably. I've been to jail like 15 times. i never been to prison, though. All my shit was like driving county. without a license. County shit. Speeding. Yeah. 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 Just common shit. So what I feel, and I thank you for this, bringing this up, is I cannot be myself amongst the work world, the police world, and then... My dudes, I have to separate myself from those three things. Yeah. When when a cop get behind me and ask me a question, I can't be myself. Mm-mm. I gotta be the most peaceful person you ever seen. And you know, Boost, I I'm peaceful. I'm very respectful, but I'm disrespectful, disrespectful. amongst my friends. I, I say the worst shit. You know what I'm saying? Me and Derek get together and, and it you. If you're an outsider, you'll be like, these niggas hate each other. Right. Do they, they They're the word niggas go again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to stop it. Do they fuck with each other for real? Because, nigga, every time <laughs> they get together, it's it's an argument or a, or a, a you don't know fight. shit. <laughs> or I'll beat your ass. And it's like, why do y'all hang together then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same thing with Boost. Like, I'm so comfortable with him. I can be myself. 
but I'm not so comfortable with this world that I can be myself. Right. My work world, just the public world. Like, I got a Black Lives Matter uh, face mask. This corona shit going on. Anybody who's going through some hard times with this corona shit, bro, I feel you. I pray for you. We pray for you. We we are here for you. Please, I don't know what to say, man. Pray to your God, the God. Get better. We we feel the suffering. But I'm kind of healthy. And I haven't suffered. I, I have lost people. Boost. Uh, fuck. Boost lost some people to the coronavirus. Uh, yeah, my my dude, Morton Mother, caught the corona. I know it's serious. But it hasn't af- affected me physically. So, I wear a mask as a responsibility. I, I, I don't want to injure anybody. I wear a mask, but it's a Black Lives Matters mask. And I live in a white neighborhood. I live on the west side of Cleveland, far west side of Cleveland. So, I, live, I don't live in the hood no more. I live in a white neighborhood. And when I wear it, I kind of stick my chest out. Like, oh, Black Lives Matter. I want you people to see it. Any race, black, Hispanic, white, I want everybody to know Black Lives Matter. But on the same token, I kind of feel like I'm not being myself. Right. Because I understand how a white person will look at that mask. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can be offensive. Yeah. It, it, the it, statement, Black yeah. Lives Matter, can be offensive. It can be offensive because it makes it seem like you're just this... No lives matter. Here, Hey, guys. Hey, podcast. But this it, is your boy, it, Dad. It's, it's, it's also... I see this on Facebook all the time. Dude, we're saying Black Lives Matter because black lives matter, though. Not because it's the movement. The movement came after the statement was made. It was just a statement. The idea came and before the statement was right, made. Right, right. So, so when when they turned it into this big old organization of a everything is connected to Black Lives Matter, hashtag Black Lives Matter, everything is connected to that. It seems like all right. So now you support that movement, but everything is is everything that you that you feel is about the movement. So it's some people. The top people of the movement make the decisions of Black Lives Matter. Yes, sir. So when you wear that, you feel you you agree with what they're saying. But yes, sir. People don't know what they're saying. They just agree with the whole statement of Black Lives Matter, though. They if, don't. They don't. They don't think that that the the they're not even reading into what the top people are saying that actually run Black Lives Matter. Yes, sir. We went to a. A very unique high school. Yeah. When I say we, I'm talking me and Boost. Um, me and Boosie, PCB Studios. Shout out PCB Studios. Um, we went to a very unique high school. I think our graduate, your graduating class was what? 99. Uh, not the year, but how many people? Uh, we had 30 graduates. I think we had 20, maybe 18 
but people was going to graduate. They were on course to graduate, but they didn't. We had proficiency tests. This some local fucking Ohio shit. What I'm saying is, we grew up in a rare situation where we went to the opposite side of town and seen how how shit can get bad in a residential. I don't know what it's like for most listeners, but here in Cleveland, you got the projects, which is um, buildings, maybe four or five stories. You stay on top of people. You live in a neighborhood that's just fucking that for multiple blocks. We call it down the way. Up the way is a residential all black neighborhood though. You don't see white people. You don't see Puerto Ricans. It's all black. Fifty blocks, a uh, hundred blocks, Either as far you as go. you can travel. Right. It's just all black people living, but it's houses versus being in a building. You're in a, a actual house, one story, two story. You might live upstairs. You got people downstairs, but it's houses. So our city is divided. Not divided, but it's it's recognized as up the way versus down the way. Down the way is the projects. Up the way is the residential houses. You, you both basically poor as fuck. Yeah, everybody's still <laughs> living the same way. Either you live in a Section 8 housing or something, but your next step from down the way is... Suburbs. You go to Maple. Yeah, your next no 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 your next step from down the way is up the way, and then you go from up the way to the suburbs. I, I see. I, I see a lot of people. I, I I think it's just fucking the situation because you can get Section Eight up the way. I yeah. don't know if Section Eight is a global program, but it's where the government the government pays part of your rent mm-hmm. and, and or all or all. <laughs> yes, sir. But you can you can live in a house and pay thirty five dollars, or you can live in a project and pay thirty five dollars. Yep. I don't think it's. You're I, right. I I think a lot of people just fucking got stuck in the projects and never understood they can take their section eight up the way. Yeah, you can take it. You can take your take your section eight anywhere section eight is accepted. Yeah. Actually, up the way is just as bad as the projects. Yeah, <laughs> you we, know what I'm we we do the same thing they do. They're just they're they're more compressed. Yeah, yeah. They're more compressed, so it's a little bit worse because you stay you on top of each other. We we got our own little spaces, but a whole neighborhood that we kind of claim though. Like this is my neighborhood. And to the listeners, that's not from Cleveland. Um, I'm just trying to paint a picture of where we from and how our mind state think. But um, we me and me and Boo stayed on 116th, but it was like different worlds because he stayed, what, 12, 13 streets away? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, because you... Maybe not even 13 yeah. streets away if you think about it. But On in, 116th. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. But if, if, if you think about it... Harvard. You got New, New Miles, Harvard. You, then you go Lenacray. Yeah. And then you come... Uh, Corlett, and then you come. It was another street too. Um, gay. Oh, not, before gay, before gay, you before got dub. dub. Too. Yeah, before dub, but it was another street, the one going up. Uh, 
Joe stayed around the corner from it. Joe stayed on Angeles. No, Joe stayed on Cornell. Benwood. 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 Ben yeah. yeah. It and was, these are all different neighborhoods between a 13 block areas. And all these neighborhoods had, had their own gangs. Own shits going on. It's not like Bloods and Crips. Like, if, if you're an L.A. listener, you know that if you stay 60s, you're a Crip. And if you stay wherever, you're a Blood. This is street by street. Street by street. 114th don't fuck with 119th. You know what I'm saying? It's... It's the it's wild, walk, wild it's a, west. It's a walk around the block and you and beef. And and we, GB7 Podcast, have navigated through all that and and stuck together. So the stories I'm telling sometimes might be coming from a place of, of somebody that wasn't me, but was very close to me. Right, exactly. Like, we had a whole big talk last night. Well, how, how was your holiday weekend? Uh, Pretty laid back. I didn't do much. I, um, I went to Columbus to help my cousin move back uh, to Cleveland. He, uh, shout out to Lou. Went to go help shout him. Shout out to Lou. And um, we did, I did that for two days straight. So, Saturday and Sunday, I was helping him move. And then... Uh, the holiday, it was raining and I just, shit, laid in the bed all day. I didn't even go anywhere. I said, it's over with. Ain't no reason to go to nobody's house and try to eat nobody's barbecue. And it's the coronavirus, nigga. I am quarantined. I am quarantined. I am and quarantined. I just want to say this to y'all. I don't want to lose my young listeners. I hope I got some young listeners. I'm old, bro. My, my best days is staying in the house. Consuming some content, playing the game, you know, stress free. I ain't, I ain't got a stress in my brain. I ain't thinking about no bad shit, bro. I'm just in the house, smoking bud, and chilling. I'm old. I'm an OG now. And we try to change that. Me personally, I've tried to change that. We used to be turned up we every weekend. We, we can't. I, I, I feel like we can't live our lives like that because. If we live our, I mean, to be comfortable is great, but to be comfortable is to be amazing. You know what I'm saying? When you uncomfortable, things happen, and it happens for the better if you're around the right people. You know what I'm saying? I like to put myself in uncomfortable places so I can get used to that place and move on to the next uncomfortable place. It's got to be a safe space, though. I I mean, you got your safe space. Charlemagne, shout out Charlemagne. I I fuck with him. I'm a... uh, Brilliant NDS fan, Breakfast Club fan. I think he's the Howard Stern of our times. I I really fuck with that dude. But he said, I don't fuck with niggas after 5 o'clock. And I strongly believe that. Like, if I'm fucking with niggas, you at my house, bro. You seen it? We was together yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big big boy, big fire. Nigga. Steaks on the grill. Podcast started at like one, two o'clock in the afternoon, nigga. We when we done, he going home and ain't nothing else happening. I ain't nothing. I don't fuck with niggas after five o'clock, bro. But little do we know, I do the same goddamn thing. I'm mean, gonna save my life. I'm gonna get twenty years. I'm gonna get an extra twenty years. You you how we was talking about growing up in Cleveland. Shout out Cleveland, man. I the city 
people say if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. If you can make it in Cleveland, you, you can, can make literally it. make it anywhere, man. Like this, I, you've seen it. Holly Berry, fucking MGK, whatever. But uh, we was at the house yesterday chilling, and I live on the the west side, which is predominantly white, uh, or I, I wouldn't say Asian, but we got an Indian community over there. But I live on on the west side, far away from people, no strap. I had not a gun on me. I, I brought out my gun. I brought out my gun so Derek can see if that uh that little thing fit on your head. Shout out my D, my nigga DG, weapons expert. He uh just got a new scope and a, a flashlight, and he wanted to see if it fit on the Pickney rail, at the bottom of your gun. But whatever. It, but that's the only reason I brought out my gun, and I had to look for my gun. When I went in the house, I'm like, fuck. Where, where? Oh, it's it's probably over here. I went over there. I'm like, it's not there. Fuck what I put my... Right. It's up <laughs> under the mattress. You know what I'm saying? But when I lived on the east side, every day, Booster tell you. Yeah. Strap, every day. Strap you, on. you dress that bitch like an outfit, bruh. Strap what was on. that movie? Uh, Don't Drink Your Juice in the Hood. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, this dating myself, you young don't, niggas don't, might not know about it. Don't be a menace. Don't be a menace. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you young niggas might not know about that. Go back and check it out, man. The Williams brothers, that nigga was crazy on there. Yeah, but yeah. uh, I used to be like, am I gonna rock the revolver, the three fifty seven, or I'm gonna take the nine, or I'm gonna have the tech? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna show out today. I'm gonna take the tech. Like when I lived on it, this was a long time ago. <laughs> this, this was in my past life I've been on the west side for 20 something years so the statue of limitation is over with for me baby y'all ain't getting me up nothing I'm telling you police I don't carry no gun if you hear the story that's what I'm telling you right exactly. now I don't carry no gun but back when I was a young nigga when I lived on the east side well, you know up under that, that, that rule of thumb shit Boosie mama still stay on the east side but we in the PCB. Shout out to PCB Studios, man. This shit, y'all don't even know what my nigga done did, bro. Yeah, man. I said I wanted a podcast. My nigga said say less, bro. He he brought everything, man. Y'all don't know, but my nigga come from the, the east side, man. He come from 116th. Like I was saying, he stayed like 12 blocks away from my mama, man. That shit a war zone. Like people talk about down the way, how I was saying down the way is project. But the... The highest murder rate in our city is the Miles Union area. I don't yeah. know if you know that. Yeah, yeah. You I, can I, Google I, that. I, I, I can believe that because I, when somebody get killed in the area, best believe I get a contact because it's that serious. And it's that normal, And though. it's that normal. And like, everybody... like, Boo's not, I ain't trying to, like, ain't nothing soft about Boo's. Like, Boo's real nigga. I'm not saying he not. He, he from the streets. Even me, we are from the streets, but we not street niggas. Like, I, I never yeah. really sold dope like that. I never shot people. I'm not a robber. I'm not none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for him to get a call, a nigga outside of the scope, you know what I'm saying, of, of, of the shooters and the robbers and the dope boys, you know what I'm saying, a nigga... A nigga like that to get a call, just imagine how many niggas was getting a call that was 
involved in it. Involved in it. A part of it. Knew what was why would it why it happened and what it, what was going to transpire when them two people seen each other. However it happened, they already knew that. And was I happen. might know I might know both of them. You might know both of them. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You might know both people and have both on your side like boots. I, nigga, I, you'd be like, nigga, why would you do that? Mm. Man, but it, it's crazy what how we think. And I think, I don't want to say that, I, I don't want to say that music has a big influence on a lot of the things say that it, niggas do. Man. That's don't what be it safe. is. Don't be safe. That's we in the free is. space right now. That's music, entertainment. Fuck these young niggas up. They they tune in and they tune in like tune in tune in like we we appreciate hip hop. Yes, sir. they tune in to the point where in order for me to be just like them, I have to do as they say. And just like you were saying the other day, shout out to Future. You really you you don't really do Future because the nigga don't do the Percocets and all that crazy shit. And I'm like, yeah, that is that's a good reason. You sitting here teaching that shit to our kids, but then you don't even partake at all. You like, all. dude, I just I know about it. I probably sold it. However it goes. <laughs> but you like, nigga, you doing it. Nigga, I popped a perky. No, you did not. Molly Percocet. <laughs> nigga, mass off. Mass on. No, you nigga, did I not. know you ain't robbing nothing. No, you you future, not. bruh. Yeah. You ain't doing none of that. I mean, I understand. But music is creative, and what and what you do with music is you create from your environment. Here, That's great. Here's the thing. Uh, you will learn in the future how much of a fan I am of the Carters. Dwayne and Sean fucking the Same here. to me. Same here. So, um, Jay-Z rapped about being a drug dealer and and you believed he was a drug dealer. I, I believed he really lost 96 bricks or whatever the fuck he said, 98 bricks. I had to get it all back, whatever. But then you had Nas. Nas was, I didn't think he was a drug dealer. I thought he was a nigga who was like me. Like he grew up around these people and he was telling their stories, but it didn't make it. It didn't make it fictional. It made it real. It was just a, a nigga reporting what he seen from the hood and giving it back. Now, these young dudes are living off of, of a lie. Like, imagine Nas was just, he didn't see none of the shit he seen. He just made it up. Or Jay-Z made up all his drug dealing business. And then people followed behind him. And, and was telling the stories that he that that dude had made up. Right. So now you got a lie on top of a lie. Mm -hmm. Just just and circulate. then it just yeah. So it's like I blame us, the 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 dudes who grew up with OG. I grew up like I said up the way, uh, residential neighborhood. Still drug dealing going on. I'm still Section 8. But when I would try to go out on the block and sell anything, my OGs would be like, nah, nigga. You ain't doing it. Like, give me what you got. What? How much is your pack worth? You got 250 right there? Give me the pack. Take your dumb ass to school. 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your mama catch you out here on the corner. She gonna fuck me up, fuck you up. Like, just take your dumb ass. They wasn't selling dope. Wasn't for me. Now there's a bunch of people who grew up next door and and directly across the street who had who didn't have this lifestyle. I think this is why the GB7 podcast might be a little different because we are from the streets, but we wasn't really dedicated to being in the streets. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I was blessed enough to have a mother who worked their ass off and was able to get... I had a Nintendo when it came out, bro. I was born in 82. I think Nintendo came out 83, bro. I don't know. I I, I, I can fact check this probably on the computer, but I had a Nintendo when it came out, the year it came out. I had laser, the laser gun kit you had to buy for another person. I, um, I never starved. Like, when niggas talk about uh, syrup sandwiches... I never, I never witnessed that. Um, but I lived in a neighborhood where niggas was getting knocked off for their Jordans. Um, you had a starter jacket. You was getting, like, niggas was getting, they, the area I said me and Boots lived in, the Miles Union area, it was the highest murder rate in our city. Like, 50, it was some weird number. Like, 54% of the murders happen in that area. And this other areas, like I was saying, the projects down there, then we call it the other side, that's like St. Clair and all that shit where Bone from. Mm-hmm. That's that's a whole different area. But the murders don't even equal up to what go on in our area. So that shit was common. So for me to be a kid, have all the toys, the good shit, I was, it was, it was like, I was a nerd in, in, in the hood, but I was protected because my OGs knew it. They, they would actually say like, you can't fuck with Dave. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't fuck with Dave. Let Dave do whatever, you know, nigga crazy, you know, on his own shit, but he can't sell no drugs. I think what's fucking these young dudes up with the music is the fact that these niggas is hoes now. You know what I'm saying? And they want young niggas to do shit for them. They want to put young niggas on the block. They want to make them hustle to make the money. You know what I'm saying? They want to make them shoot. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to shoot. They don't want to get caught with the drugs. You know what I'm saying? They not They not stand up. It's no OGs no more. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know why I think that is? It's because now that it's the information age and you can go and watch a movie nowadays or even back in the days, you had those movies, those type of gangster movies came out. And when those type of gangster movies came out, basically showing you how a gangster should really move, you see that. That's what you see. You see the OGs having a crew and... You, you you bounce down the 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 task at hand to different people. Yes, sir. And if you want to be the top person, you really don't dib and dab and all that little bullshit. But you got the product, so you're making it happen. People wouldn't know that they would really do it. Like back in the day, we was everybody was hustling for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I'm the man. I'm the man. It's just me. It ain't no. It ain't me and my team. It's like me. Just it's me and my connects, and that's how it do it. Then you got this. All right, you got the connect. You ain't gonna give out that connect though. You like all right. No. I ain't giving you the connect, so I'm gonna trickle it down now. Oh, you want that? All right, I get you that. And then they get that. And then they trickle it down, and it's just trickling down effect till you get to the to the little niggas that's out here doing the the d d. And they fucking up the shit. They fucking up everything. Because they can't do it. They trying to figure it out, but they can't do it. It's because niggas ain't... Damn, man. I say niggas so much. I'm, I'm conscious of this now. Sorry, listeners. Uh, um, fuck it. I'm, whatever. I mean, I ain't apologizing no more. Uh, it, it's no OGs, bro. These niggas are scared. Scared, man. Like they scared of Tom. Like I remember uh, Takashi. Um, I'm, a, you know, I, I said it before. I'm gonna say it again. I like the little nigga. He's a troll. I like trolls. I like people who, or um, what's the word? Um, not prac. Uh, when when people like you or hate you. It's like a word. You uh, it's whatever that word is. I can't think of it. I'm gonna keep it moving. Um, I like the fact that he's hated that much, and that um, people invest their energy into him. So, I, I, I deal with him on the strength of um, he shouldn't have never been accepted in the first place. Yeah. He, the people around him is at fault more than him. No real gangster would have let that dude walk around and talk about suck suck my dick and saying fuck you to the people he was saying fuck you to. Right. You know, like real gangsters. He said fuck YG at some point in time and was and uh, like you know I don't know YG. I Shout out YG. I want no problems with you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I consider him a real dude. You know what I'm saying? You don't just go around saying fuck people like that. He was in Chicago saying fuck Chief Keith. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know Chief Keith, another nigga. Shout out to you. I don't want no problems with you. But allegedly, you're a real dude. When shit happened around you and your team, negative shit happened to the people who did it. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Real nigga shit. <laughs> y'all let this dude with fucking rainbow hair come around y'all and 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 disrespect these caliber of people and then expect him to stand up. Like Shotty was like, we don't break, we don't bend, we don't fold, we trayway or whatever the fuck he said. Nah, but that nigga not trayway. Right. You let him rep trayway. Like, my OGs, that's what I was trying to say. My OGs never let me rep the game. No. Get your dumb ass off the corner before your mama find you down here and fuck me and you up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, my niggas used to tell me that. What do you got in your pocket? How much is it worth? I give you $200. Take your ass to school, day. You smart. Right. You gonna be the nigga in school. You gonna get us all out of here. You know what I'm saying? It's nobody telling these young niggas that. Right. These niggas is telling these young niggas go. Like... 
like fucking future telling these niggas pop Molly and Percocet and you ain't popping the shit, but you got these young niggas doing that shit and then them niggas get on them drugs and whatever in their mind at that time and whatever they listening to is what they gonna do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, fight. Yeah. These okay. niggas eventually gonna be on heroin. You know what I'm saying? When Percocets ain't around no more and you can't find them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, These yeah. niggas gonna be on heroin. Yeah, it's that. That's that's what it's gonna come to, and I see it already happening. I done lost at least three people to that. Oh yeah. And young, like young. dude, why was you doing that? <laughs> Fentanyl. Really? You really yeah. chose to do that? Nah. We grew up on weed. It was enough. Weed. Weed, liquor, and weed, liquor, and weed only, dude. That's all. Pussy, we got. weed, and alcohol. Now I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pop my few pills though. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie about yeah, that. Ecstasy yeah. pills at that. Yeah. My, my and ecstasy. I ain't and you found out it felt too good to yeah, be real. It was, it was definitely a good feeling, but nah, I'm done with that one. You know what I'm saying? I don't do that. Nah, nah. nah. My nigga slipped me some Molly though one time. We going all right. So shout out Central State. I was going to Central State University. And uh, we going to uh, homecoming, so I invited a few, few of my niggas from the hood. Like y'all want to go to homecoming? Shit, I'm going to my homecoming this year. Come down. They so they like shit. We a drive. Boom. So I'm like, all right. I jump in the car with my nigga Nook. Shout out Nook. Nook, motherfucking ass. We driving. So he got some liquor. So I'm like, shit. He like, you want some of this liquor? I'm like, yeah. So he pours some cup and shit. Boom, boom. We sipping out the same cup. It wasn't coronavirus at the time. So we sipping out the same cup. So my nigga Mel, shout out Mel. Shout out Mel. Mel, as he driving in the Audi behind us, Audi truck with the motherfucking, uh, I don't even know was them 22s or <laughs> them bitches was nasty. I was like, oh, we got the Ross car coming to Central. So we riding. And he called his phone, and he like, he telling him like, man, I'm fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because he in the other car popped the molly too. So he like, I'm fucked up. He like, so look like I'm fucked up too, and Boots don't even know it. So I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, man, I want to go tell you to we got to, to, to Central, but it's molly in that drink that we drinking. You know what I'm saying? So you've been just sipping it with me, and you you drinking it. I'm like, no, this nigga didn't. Nigga, they raped you. <laughs> Nigga, no sleep the whole weekend. I stayed up three days straight. Never went to sleep. Nigga. Party, party, party. Let's all get wasted. We did not go to sleep, man. I put down anything. Party after party after party. We didn't even get a room until the last night, which is like Saturday night. We got a room. And then nigga slept for like two hours and then we headed back home. But it was like, nigga, you really slipped me some Bite high. down. But it was an amazing feeling. It was too good to be true. <laughs> too good to be true. Because I was up, nigga. When I say I was up, up, I was up, nigga. I ain't no sleep. It was just like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> that I remember. Shout out my nigga, Shark. We got, we got uh, a brother across the pine. Yes, sir. Other side of the seas and shit. But um, one time he had uh, Pops and Molly. And he was like, Dad, this shit can't be right. I'm like, what? He like, it feels so good. It can't be right. Like, you just can't do this. You can't have this feeling every day. No, man, you can't. He like, I, I just can't do it anymore. He like, I can never do it again, but it's my favorite drug. I'm like, what the fuck are you on? 
He was like, this Molly. I was like, what? Yeah, Molly, how you, uh, it's an amazing feeling. But you was, that shit can take you down. Yeah. And, and it, you would be feeling good all the time, but if it's a constant thing, though, you're going down. Um, I heard some good shit. Um, wrapping this thing up. We're about to finish up. Thanks for standing around, listening, kicking it with us. GB7 podcast. But, uh, Conway, the machine from Gazelda, mm-hmm. got a project out. Oh my God. We're going to listen to it. Boosie going to, we going to, we riding after the pod. I'm, I'm about to hip him to it. He going to come back next week and tell you what he think of this fucking Conway. But, if you not hip to Griselda, fresh out of New York, you know, Buffalo area, everybody hip to fucking Griselda. Conway the Machine, uh, West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher. You dudes are fucking amazing. And you bring back that 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 90s hip-hop feel. But I was listening to Conway shit. Before Morton got there, and I, I damn near wanted to put the pen back on the pad, bruh. Yeah. I damn near wanted to put the pen back on the pad, yeah. bruh. You, when you I feel wanted like to that, put the bars out there, bruh. It's good when you feel like that, bruh. Man, I rarely get inspired. Like, we was talking about these young rappers and shit, uh, whatever. I, I rarely get inspired by, by music to where I want to put the... Nobody knows. Only Boosie knows. Maybe a couple of our listeners might know. But I used to kind of hold my head in the high regard when it came to putting a pen to the pad, man. I can come up with some bars, but it's it's nobody who have inspired me recently outside of the Drake. You know, Drake, you got Kendrick, fucking J. Cole, and Wale, you got those dudes. But these young niggas... None of these, I, I watch all these young niggas. I, I eat their ass up, but <laughs> I heard this fucking Conway album, and oh my God, all I wanted to do was spit. I wow. miss spitting. It, it, it fucking tickled that thing. That's what I heard recently. I'm going to give out a heard. And what I tasted is, uh, if you don't know, Google it. You can make lasagna in a fucking slow cooker. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know nothing about it, bro. You put oh, the yeah. ravioli in there. You got to put the ravioli with the cheese, bro. I, hey, shout out my nigga Boost. This yeah. nigga made the lasagna. I was on the grill all day yesterday kicking it with him. I thought I was doing something with the steaks and shit. But this nigga came with the fucking lasagna in the slow. Google it, people. I don't. Yeah. I didn't it's know it was a thing. definitely a situation because that's what happened. I didn't know it was a thing. This nigga came with it from nowhere. And that's my taste. And we going to get up out of here. Thank you for kicking it with us, yes, man. Yes, sir. We'll bring more shit to you. We got we got some shit we going to do in the future. Just fuck with us, man. Just fuck with us. Just fuck with us. GB7 now. GB7 now. GB7 now. GB7 now.